Alawapa friends, welcome to Scattering Angels. It's the ninth day of questions, the year 175 of the Badi calendar, December 20th, 2018. I, uh, I regret not being able to, to do an episode earlier this week. Um, I had some other obligations that I had to attend to. But we are here today, and this theme today is, is truthfulness and honesty. I have selected a few, three different passages. The first one is from Baha'u'llah and the New Era, authored by J.E. Esselmont. This is from pages 85 to 86, titled Truthfulness and Honesty. Baha'u'llah says in the Tablet of Tarazat, Verily, honesty is the door of tranquility to all in the world and the sign of glory from the presence of the Merciful One. Whosoever attains thereto has attained to treasures of wealth and affluence. Honesty is the greatest door to the security and tranquility of mankind. The stability of every affair always depends on it, and the worlds of honor, glory, and affluence are illumined by its light. O people of Baha, honesty is the best garment for your temples and the most splendid crown for your heads. Adhere thereto by the command of the Omnipotent Commander. Again he says, The principle of faith is to lessen words and to increase deeds. He who words exceed his act know verily that, this, that his non-being is better than his being, his death better than his life. Abdu'l-Bahá says, Truthfulness is the foundation of all the virtues of mankind. Without truthfulness, progress and success in all the worlds are impossible for a soul. When this holy attribute is established in man, all the other divine qualities will also become realized. Let the light of truth and honesty shine from your face so that all may know that your word in business or pleasure is a word to trust and be sure of. Forget self and work for the whole. That was from a message to the London Baha'is in October of 1911. I'm going to move on now to Baha'i Administration by Shoghi Effendi. This paragraph is from page 10. Wherefore, O my loving friends, consort with all the peoples, kindreds, and religions of the world with the utmost truthfulness, uprightness, faithfulness, kindliness, goodwill, and friendliness, that all the world of being may be filled with the holy ecstasy of the grace of Baha, that ignorance, ignorance, enmity, hate, and rancor may vanish from the world, and the darkness of estrangement amidst the peoples and kindreds of the world may give way to the light of unity. Should other peoples and nations be unfaithful to you, show your fidelity unto them. Should they be unjust toward you, show justice towards them. Should they keep aloof from you, attract them to yourself. Should they show their enmity, be friendly towards them. Should they poison your lives, sweeten their souls. Should they inflict a wound upon you, be a salve to their sores. Such are the attributes of the sincere. Such are the attributes of the truthful. And the next passage is a longer one. 
it is from also from the advent of divine justice by Shoghi Effendi. This is the pocket-sized edition, pages 23 to 25. The rectitude of conduct with its implications of justice, equity, and truthfulness, honesty, fair-mindedness, reliability, and trustworthiness must distinguish every phase of the life of the Baha'i community. The companions of God, Baha'u'llah himself has declared, are in this day the lump that must leaven the peoples of the world. They must show forth such trustworthiness, truthfulness, and perseverance, such deeds and character that all mankind may profit by their example. I swear by him who is the most great ocean, he again affirms, within the very breath of each of such souls as are pure and sanctified, far-reaching potentialities are hidden. So great are these potentialities that they exercise their influence upon all created things. He is the true servant of God, he in another passage has written, who in this day were he to pass through the cities of silver and gold, would not deign to look upon them, and whose heart would remain pure and undefiled from whatever things can be seen in this world, be they its goods or its treasures. I swear by the Son of Truth, the breath of such a man is endowed with potency, and his words with attraction, by him who shineth above the dayspring of sanctity, he still more emphatically has revealed, If the whole earth were to be converted into silver and gold, no man who can be said to have truly ascended into the heaven of faith and certitude would deign to regard it, much less to seize and keep it. They who dwell within the tabernacle of God and are established upon the seats of everlasting glory will refuse, though they may be dying of hunger, to stretch their hands and seize unlawfully the property of their neighbor, however vile and worthless he may be. The purpose of the one true God in manifesting himself is to summon all mankind to truthfulness and sincerity, to piety and trustworthiness, to resignation and submissiveness to the will of God, to forbearance and kindliness, to uprightness and wisdom, his object is to array every man with the mantle of a saintly character and to adorn him with the ornament of holy and goodly deeds. We have admonished all the loved ones of God, he insists, to, ta to take heed lest the hem of our sacred, sacred vesture be smirched with the mire of unlawful deeds or be stained with the dust of reprehensible conduct. Cleave unto righteousness, O people of Baha. He thus exhorts, This verily is the commandment which this wronged one hath given unto you, and the first choice of his unrestrained will for every one of you. A good character, he explains, is verily the best mantle for men from God. With it he adorneth the temples of his loved ones. By my life, the light of a good character surpasseth the light of the sun and the radiance thereof. One righteous act, he again has written, is endowed with a potency that can so elevate the dust as to cause it to pass beyond the heaven of heavens. 
it can tear every bond asunder and hath the power to restore the force that has spent itself and vanished. Be pure, O people of God, be pure. Be righteous, be righteous. Say, O people of God, that which can ensure the victory of him who is the eternal truth, his hosts and helpers on earth, hath been set down in the sacred books and scriptures, and are as clear and manifest as the sun. These hosts are such righteous deeds, such conduct and character, as are acceptable in his sight. Whoso arriveth in this day to aid our cause, and summoneth to his assistance the hosts of praiseworthy character and upright conduct, the influence from such an action will most certainly be diffused throughout the whole world. The betterment of the world, in yet another statement, can be accomplished through pure and goodly deeds, through commendable and seemly conduct. Be fair to yourselves and to others, he thus counseleth them, that the evidences of justice may be revealed through your deeds among our faithful servants. Equity, he also has written, is the most fundamental among human virtues. The evaluation of all things must needs depend upon it. And again, observe equity in your judgment, ye men of understanding heart. He that is unjust in, this, in his judgment is destitute of the characteristics that distinguish man's station. Beautify your tongues, O people, he further admonishes, with truthfulness and adorn your souls with the ornament of honesty. Beware, O people, that ye deal not treacherously with anyone. Be ye the trustees of God amongst his creatures and the emblems of his generosity amidst his people. Let your eye be chaste, is yet another counsel, your hand faithful, your tongue truthful, and your heart enlightened. Be an ornament to the countenance of truth, is yet another admonition, a crown to the brow of fidelity, a pillar of the temple of righteousness, a breath of life to the body of mankind, an ensign of the host of justice, a luminary above the horizon of virtue. Let truthfulness and courtesy be your adorning, is still another admonition. Suffer not yourselves to be deprived of the robe of forbearance and justice, that the sweet savors of holiness may be wafted from your hearts upon all created things. Say, Beware, O people of Baha, lest ye walk in the ways of them whose words differ from their deeds. Strive that ye may be enabled to manifest to the peoples of the earth the signs of God, and to mirror forth his commandments. Let your acts be a guide unto all mankind, for the professions of most men, be they high or low, differ from their conduct. It is through your deeds that ye can distinguish yourselves from others. Through them the brightness of your light can be shed upon the whole earth. Happy is the man that heedeth my counsel, and keepeth the precepts prescribed by him who is the all-knowing, the all-wise. O army of God, writes Abdu'l-Bahá, through the protection and help vouchsafed by the blessed beauty, may, may my life be a sacrifice to his loved ones. Ye must conduct yourselves in such a manner that ye may stand out distinguished and brilliant as the, as the sun among souls. Should any of you enter 
a city, he should become a center of attraction by reason of his sincerity, his faithfulness and love, his honesty and fidelity, his truthfulness and loving kindness towards all the peoples of the world, so that the people of that city may cry out and say, This man is unquestionably a Baha'i, for his manners, his behavior, his conduct, his morals, his nature, and disposition reflect the attributes of the Baha'is. Not until ye attain the station can ye be said to have been faithful to the covenant and testament of God. The most vital duty in this day, he moreover has written, is to purify your characters, to correct your manners and improve your conduct. The beloved of the merciful must show forth such character and conduct among his creatures that the fragrance of their holiness may be shed upon the whole world and may quicken the dead inasmuch as the purpose of the manifestation of God and the dawning of the limitless lights of the invisible is to educate the souls of men and refine the character of every living man. Truthfulness, he asserts, is the foundation of all human virtues. Without truthfulness, progress and success in all the worlds of God are impossible for any soul. When this attribute is established in man, all the divine qualities will also be acquired. So just to clarify, that was Shoghi Effendi writing in Baha'i Administration, and he was quoting Baha'u'llah and Abdu'l-Baha over and over again on the subject of truthfulness and honesty, among other things. So this final passage is um, it's from the Declaration of the Rizwan Garden from the book Baha'u'llah. It was written by the Baha'i International Community. And he goes on page, let me just look here. This is from page 8 and page 9. It begins, as repeatedly emphasized in Baha'u'llah's exposition of the Bab's message, the primary purpose of God in revealing his will is to effect a transformation in the character of humankind, to develop within those who respond the moral and spiritual qualities that are latent within human nature. Now this is the quote from Baha'u'llah. Beautify your tongues, O people, with truthfulness and adorn your souls with the ornament of honesty. Beware, O people, that ye deal not treacherously with anyone. Be ye the trustees of God amongst his creatures and the emblems of his generosity amidst his people. Illumine and hallow your hearts. Let them not be profaned by the thorns of hate or the thistles of malice. Ye dwell in one world and have been created through the operation of one will. Blessed is he who mingleth with all men in a spirit of utmost kindliness and love. Now this is not written by Baha'u'llah, so I'm going to just clarify. The aggressive proselytism that had characterized efforts in ages past to promote the cause of religion is declared to be unworthy of the day of God. Each person who has recognized the revelation has the obligation to share it with those 
he believes are seeking, but to leave the response entirely to his hearers. Now this goes back to being a direct quote of Baha'u'llah. Show forbearance and benevolence and love to one another. Should anyone among you be incapable of grasping a certain truth or be striving to comprehend it, show forth when conversing with him a spirit of extreme kindliness and goodwill. The whole duty of man in this day is to attain that share of the flood of grace which God poureth forth for him. Let none, therefore, consider the largeness or smallness of the receptacle. Okay, now this again is written by the Baha'i International Community and proceeds here. Against the background of the bloody events in Persia, Baha'u'llah not only told his followers that if ye be slain, it is better than for you than to slay, but urged them to set an example of obedience to civil authority. In every country where any of this people reside, they must behave towards the government of that country with loyalty, honesty, and truthfulness. And I'm going to leave it right there and move on to the hidden words of Baha'u'llah. We have made it so far to the 53rd and 54th hidden word. O son of being, if poverty overtake thee, be not sad, for in time the Lord of wealth shall visit thee. Fear not abasement, for glory shall one day rest on thee. O son of being, if thine heart be set upon this internal, eternal, imperishable dominion, and this ancient, everlasting life, forsake this mortal and fleeting sovereignty. And I'm going to thank you for bearing with me. I, I know it was sort of a difficult not really flowing passages, but I wanted to differentiate between the different authors of the, of the books that I was reading from. So I am going to close today with a prayer for spiritual growth. It's on, from the Baha'i Prayer Book, page 170 and 171. Vouchsafe unto me, O my God, the full measure of thy love and thy good pleasure, and through the attractions of thy resplendent light enrapture our hearts. O thou who art the supreme evidence and the all-glorified, send down upon me as a token of thy grace, thy vitalizing breezes, throughout the daytime and in the night season, O Lord of bounty. No deed have I done, O my God, to merit beholding my face, and I know of a certainty that were I to live as long as the world lasts, I would fail to accomplish any deed, such as to deserve this favor. Inasmuch as the station of a servant shall ever fall short of access to thy holy precincts, unless thy bounty should reach me, and thy tender mercy pervade me, and thy loving kindness encompass me. All praise be unto thee, O thou, besides whom there is none other God. Graciously enable me to ascend unto thee, to be granted the honor of dwelling in thy nearness, and to have communion with thee alone. No God is there but thee. Indeed, shouldst thou desire to confer blessing upon a servant, 
thou wouldst blot out from the realm of his heart every mention or disposition, except thine own mention. And shouldst thou ordain evil for a servant by reason of that which his hands have unjustly wrought before thy face, thou wouldst test him with the benefits of this world and of the next, that he might become preoccupied therewith and forget thy remembrance. The Bob. Okay, thank you for joining me today at Scattering Angels. Um, I will be back for another episode tomorrow, which is Friday. I hope you have a wonderful, glorious, joy-filled day. Thank you.